Good morning, everyone. I'm Virginia Woodward. I'm chair of the Louisville Jefferson County Democrat Party. As been, has been our history for the last 15 years, we have read the Declaration of Independence to remind each one of us as we celebrate the birthday of this imperfect union that we are working hard to change those things that need to be changed to make us a more perfect union. We have a great group of speakers this morning, and uh, I'm going to lead off with Paula McCraney. Good morning. This is America's Day. It is on July the 4th, 1776 that the United States became an independent nation, gaining independence from Britain. From that day forward, the 4th of July was known as Independence Day. Independence Day for some. Today we celebrate Independence Day against a backdrop of crisis as the COVID-19 pandemic continues its assault on our nation and our world, we have embarked on a national reckoning of racial equity following the deaths of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and all of the blacks who have lost their lives to unjustly causes in this country. We believe that reckoning could benefit from the nuanced principles laid out in the founding document we call the Declaration of Independence. This document, which makes the original case for the founding of our republic, holds that all Americans are equal and entitled to the rights of liberty. The document is framed by the controversies of 1776 referring to the excessive power of a self-indulgent English king and the pitfalls of an unjust colonial system that no longer exists. But something stands out in the Declaration of Independence, this basic message of we. The message comes down to the two letter pronoun we. The declaration begins in, a, in a, its second paragraph with the indelible line. We hold these truths to be self-evident. We are in this together. That's the we that comes out of the Declaration of Independence. But again, within such glaring faults lies an essential nugget of brilliance, the desire to unify the disparate shares of the American fabric, the desire for we, is so evident in today's Declaration of Independence. So today we declare that as an America, we have a lot of work to do. Today we declare that it is our moment in history to rectify, to reconcile, and to reckon with what our history tells us. Today we declare that it is today, July 4th, 2020, that we will stand united together
for these United States of America. Today we declare that it is time, it is past time for us to right some wrongs. Today we declare that we are in this together and together we will make a more perfect union. Today is the day that the Lord has made and let us all rejoice and be glad in it. Today we declare that it is America's day and America includes all of us. When, in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station. Sorry. Oh, thank you. Sorry. Sorry, I was giving bad when in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights governments are instituted among men, deriving their powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government laying its foundations on such principles and, organi and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudent, indeed, will dictate that governments long established shall not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience has shown that mankind more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses pursuing invariably to the same object evidences a design to reduce under absolute despotism 
it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferings of these colonies, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. The history of the present king of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries, all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, let the facts to be submitted to the candidate the word. He has refused his asset to the laws, the most wholesome and necessary for the public of good. He has forbidden his governors to pass the law of immediate and present importance unless suspended in their operation until his assets should be obtained. And when he sub, sub, uh, when he subsented, his has utterly and neglected to attend to them. He has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of the large district of the public, unless those people would be relinquished uh, the right of the representative and the legislation, a right and a stumble of them and forbidden to the Germany only. He has called together legislative bodies at the place unusual and comfortable and distance from despotery of the public records for the sole purpose of fatiguing them and the complaint with this measure. Show of hands, how many of you have gone to a birthday party? By a show of hands, how many of you have gone to a birthday party that you were never invited to? No comment. Because as an American descendant of slavery, that's what the 4th of July feels like every single year. He has dissolved representative houses repeatedly for opposing with manly firmness his invasions of the rights of the people. He has refused for a long time after such dissolutions to cause others to be elected, whereby the legislative powers incapable of annihilation have returned to the people at large for their exercise. The state remaining in the meantime exposed to all the dangers of invasion from without the, uh, the convulsions within. He has endeavored to prevent the population of these states for that purpose, obstructing the laws for naturalization of foreigners refusing to pass others to encourage their migrations, hither and raising the conditions of new appropriations of lands. He has obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his assent to laws for establishing judiciary powers.
morning. He has made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices and the amount and payment of their salaries. He has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. He has kept among us in times of peace standing armies without the consent of our legislatures. He has affected to render the military independent of and superior to the civil power. He has combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction far, to, far into our constitution and acknowledged by our laws, giving his assent to their acts of pretended legislation for quartering large bodies of armed troops among us, for protecting them by a mock trial from punishment for any murders which they should commit on the inhabitants of these states. For cutting off our trade with all parts of the world, for imposing taxes on us without our consent, for depriving us in many cases of the benefits of trial by jury, for transporting us beyond seas to be tried for pretended offenses, for abolishing the free system of English laws in a neighboring province, establishing therein an arbitrary government, and enlarging its boundaries so as to render it at once an example and fit instrument for introducing the same absolute rule into these colonies, for taking away our charters, abolishing our most valuable laws, and altering fundamentally the forms of our governments, for suspending our own legislatures and declaring themselves invested with power to legislate for us in all cases whatsoever. He has abdicated government here by declaring us out of his protection and waging war against us. He has plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burnt our towns, and destroyed the lives of our people. He is, at this time, transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death, desolation, and tyranny, already begun with circumstances of cruelty and perfidy, scarcely paralleled in the most barbarous ages, and totally unworthy the head of a civilized nation. He has constrained our fellow citizens taken captive on the high seas to bear arms against their country, to become the executioners of their friends and brethren, or to fall themselves by their hands. He has excited domestic insurrections amongst us and has endeavored to bring on the inhabitants of our frontiers, the merciless Indian savages, whose known rule of warfare is undistinguished destruction of all ages, sexes, and conditions. In every stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A prince whose character is thus marked by every action which may define a tyrant is unfit to be the ruler of a free people. 
nor have we been wanting in attentions to our British brethren. We have warned them from time to time of attempts by their legislator to extend an unwarrantable jurisdiction over us. We have reminded them of the circumstances of our immigration and settlement here. We have appealed to their native justice and magnanimity, and we have conjured them by these ties of our common kindred to disavow these uncertainties, which would inevitably interrupt our connections and correspondence. They too have been deaf to the voice of justice and of conjugality. We must therefore, in the necessity which denounces our separation, and hold them as we hold the rest of mankind, enemies in war, and peace friends. We therefore, the representatives of the United States of America, and general Congress assembled, appealing to the supreme judges of the world for the rectitude of our intentions, do in the name and by authority of the good people of these colonies, solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are, and of right, ought to be free and independent states. And they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown, and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved. And that as free and independent states, they have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and do all other acts and things which independent states may do as a right to do. And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. Hear ye, hear ye. That was the Declaration of Independence. Let us go forth on this birthday of the country more secure that we must fight against injustice and fight for equality for all. Thank you.